All right, we are rolling. Busy week. What My car broke. Yes. Oh, that's right. Your car broke. Yeah. Usually that. it's Greg who has broken cars. <laughs> <laughs> the water pump went on my car. Water pump. And it went from sounding perfectly fine to completely stalling out and almost, you know, causing heat damage in like a half a mile. Not good. And since the water pump seized up, you know, as soon as it started making noise, I started watching all the gauges. But the water temperature gauge wasn't going up because the pump wasn't circulating the so, hot water uh, to the sensor. So that's a that's a risk that I would have never conceived. That uh, you could actually be overheating and the sensor not show it. Indeed. Um, What's this? This? Uh, I don't Very hoppy. You, I don't want to tell you just yet. It smells it's a, like it's a classic. It's a classic that you know. It's a classic. It's hoppy. <clears throat> Okay, the color is this uh, golden. It's nice and clear from a growler. Growler was opened earlier today. It's already lost a lot of carbonation, though. It's not too not too bubbly right now. Um. Okay. Is this Hop Devil? Not Hop Devil. Sixty minute. Mm-hmm. You're in the right generation of IPAs. Yeah. Something I haven't had in a while, but like I've, yeah. it's pulling up some. Mm-hmm. If you're done guessing, I'll tell you. I want you to take a stab at it before. Hmm. It's a little harder. I think it's. I think it's a little harder to identify now that it's lost. You know some of its fizziness, which I'm surprised because I just opened this at like two thirty today. I'm surprised it's lost so much bubble already. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's too hearted. It's too hearted. Hmm. Got some growlers filled with giant eagle. I've met a giant eagle in a while. Yeah, you're and right. And without the carbonation, it's harder to mm-hmm. yeah identify. When I first opened, I'm like, oh, damn, this is good. It's, you know, and same thing, right? Mm-hmm. You overlook too hearted for all the new hotness. And it was quite tasty earlier today. Got the growlers filled because I was uh, over at like a thing on Friday night. And it's been a while since I've been the Giant Eagle. It's always a shit show getting growlers filled there. <laughs> they don't know anything about anything. There was, uh, they have six beers on draft at Giant Eagle. They had six beers on the TV menu behind the lady. Uh-huh. Five of the taps had tap handles that described what the beers were, and there was one that was blank. Mm-hmm. And I ordered the two-hearted, which on the TV said new. And she's like, I don't know which one that is. Seriously. I'm like, <laughs> she at, like I told her it's almost certainly the blank one. The other five matched the rest yeah. of the beers. And she didn't believe me. She went to ask someone else. And the guy's like, it's almost certainly the blank one. <laughs> I don't want to sound like a mansplaining or anything. You know, it doesn't matter if it's she, but, oh, man, I wish they would just train their people a little bit about yeah. beer. The, the, you know, like two of the growlers, she sat in front of me as soon as they were filled. So I was able to take the caps that I had and put the caps on really quick, like cap them on the foam. And the third one, she didn't put in front of me, so I couldn't cap. She capped it, and then she went over to, like, wipe it off with a paper towel or something. And when she brought it back, I'm like, please let me tighten that before you shrink wrap it. 
and like I get a good like half turn out of it, you know. It's like because <laughs> Heather's gotten growlers sold there before, where beers leaked out before she's gotten home because wow. they haven't put the caps on. It's, but it's you know it's nine dollars for a sixty-four ounce growler of beer. But if if it's ruined, then who cares? Well, right, right. You got to be on top of them. But I mean, that's a pretty good price. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. sell beer at. Almost no markup over what they pie the keg for. Yeah. It's insane. Just trying to get people in there, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, we can start talking about the beer. Car, hopefully fixed tomorrow. 800 bucks, but I haven't made a car payment on that thing in like six years or mm-hmm. anything. So, yeah, I'll, no, I'll, it's, I'll it's, take it. You know, stuff happens. I, mm-hmm. I, I always say you expect to pay, pay about $2,000 a year with your car. If you get less than that, great. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So um, there were two new um, uh, previews, trailers, teaser trailers this uh, this oh, week. I'm only familiar with one such thing. Yeah, well, one of them was was the Star Wars trailer. Yes, uh, and it was it was predictably. Um, you know, eh. eh, there wasn't anything interesting going on. It was mm-hmm. just a couple, you know, a bunch of of, of scenes mm-hmm. that had no connection to each other. Yeah, they really didn't tell yeah. you anything. Oh, Ray's getting trained, mm-hmm. and there's a space battle, right? And, and there's something and a preview. Yeah, there's something on the ground and <laughs> a new vehicle to merchandise. Yeah. And it's like okay, but you know I get it. But did you see the Thor? No, I guess you haven't. The Thor Ragnarok trailer, no. spectacular. Yeah. Why don't we watch it? All right, play it for me. Um, I am not. I should say I'm not like a Thor movie fan. The okay. Thor movies not really impressed me. Might need to turn me up. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I can do that. Go. You got a guy hanging from a chain over an abyss of lava. Now I know what you're thinking. How did this happen? Well, it's a long story. Led Zeppelin. Asgard is dead. Hi there. What have you brought today? Tell me. A contender. It's main event time.
We know each other. He's a friend from work. Oh, come on. There's never been a Thor movie that's been set in Asgard, has there? Oh yeah, I mean oh, the first, the, yeah, the, the, the first one, the first two had scenes yeah. in Asgard and oh, okay. certainly had stuff in Asgard. Yeah, but the cool thing about it is, to me, uh, there's a couple of cool things. First of all, I think it was just a just fantastically made trailer, like totally, mm-hmm. lot a bunch of bunch of jump cuts of scenes that like look interesting and fun, and also just the idea that okay, they're really kind of expanding this universe now. They're going beyond mm-hmm. the the right. this shit that's been done before and really playing around with all the cool stuff you can do in a comic book universe. So who is Ragnarok, the girl at the beginning that broke Thor's hammer? That's or... supposed to be Hela or Hera Hela. or okay. something. All right. No, Ragnarok is is the um is um like Revelations. It's it's the end of the world in uh in um Norse mythology. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Another thing I know, Ragnarok is a mech and mech assault. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's or yeah, so, so it's, it's the apocalypse in uh, okay in Norse mythology. I see, but uh, yes, yeah, so that that was like that was like man, now I want to see that movie. That looks great. Yeah, that's cool. This looks like fun. Yeah, yeah. So that was so yeah, that was much better than the Star Wars one. I felt because I mean like. You, Actually got like, mm-hmm. and also I mean, hey, they Disney can spend the money to get Led Zeppelin in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it actually, uh, I mean, you guys just heard it, but actually watching it, it fit well. It, it didn't seem. It seemed. I don't know. Hearing that song there compared to the million times I've listened right. to it, it seemed kind of fresher. You know, with all the the way it was mixed in with the the action, and right? They, they fit and, it to the action well. They fit it to yeah. what was going on well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe the movie will suck, but that was a damn ass, damn good trailer, right? Oh, it's cool. Um, <clears throat> let's see what else happened. So I was sick this week, uh, but I still was working with all, every day because my boss is uh, out of town. Uh, and then the two people above her are both out of town. So I was, you know, I was kind of the only one, uh, who was there, you know, sort of holding the team together. So I had to be like, okay, let's, uh, let's, let's keep, keep this going. And so I, Sunday I, I felt bad, but I wasn't sure what it was. And I thought it might've been just, you know, travel lag, even though it didn't, it shouldn't last that long, but Mm -hmm. who knows? Uh, Monday started to cough like crazy. Um, and then it started to really feel bad. It really feel bad Tuesday. I finally got some uh, a Z pack, a you know one of those um, antibiotic packs on Wednesday. Uh, and Thursday actually felt the worst until about eleven a.m. And then I started to feel gradually okay. better and better and better. So by Friday it was back to you know. So if the worst was at a seven, I was down to like a two point five on Friday. And by Saturday, I was fine. So, okay. cool. Yeah, it was. I'm glad you're back with us. I'm I'm glad to be back too. It sucked. <laughs> it sucked. I didn't um, I didn't do a good I didn't have a good week. It just I mean, it's hard to get a lot of work done when you're mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're sick. But did my best. 
Yes, sir. Happy Easter. Happy. Oh, yes, of course. Happy Easter. For whatever that means. <laughs> That's it? Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay. Um, what else? I don't know. Matter, you know, it's, it's been a weird week, right? Because my car broke on Thursday. Uh-huh. I had Friday off. Did you watch so, Better Call Saul? I did, yes. So that was interesting because the every so now there's there's two separate shows going on. Mm-hmm. There's the Mike show and there's the Jimmy show. Yeah. And uh, I, I I liked the Mike show a lot. I didn't yeah, think I, I would. I mean, but. the Mike shows. I don't know. That that's kind of the thing I'd be more inclined to yeah. like anyway. And you know. That whole that was a long scene at the end there, where he was doing the counter you know, counter mm-hmm. surveillance stuff. You know, um, I went back and watched it a second time just like, see how long it was. Well, see how long it was to make sure I didn't miss anything because I mean it's hard to keep your attention on that entire scene. Like I wanted to make sure I understood what he was doing at the beginning with the. Oh, I gra- I, I grasp it as yeah. soon as, as soon as I saw him. Um. Using the radio, I was like, oh, okay. I see what's going on. Yeah, so I, I watched it twice just to make sure. But I mean, what he was doing was he was replacing the tracker with his own tracker mm-hmm. so he could counter track when right. someone picked it up. And, of course, after a very long scene, someone did pick it up. <laughs> and they used pistachios to take to, to show you how long it mm-hmm. is. Yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is, you know, one of those cool, uh, cool tricks. Mm-hmm. Cool cinematic tricks. Yes. Um, so maybe Gustavo will be in an yeah. episode soon. Um, so that was nice. And a bunch of stuff is starting this week. Um, Doctor Who just started. Mystery Science Theater is back. Uh, Silicon Valley starts next weekend. Okay. Um, or it might be even today. It might be today. Not sure whether it's today or, or next week. Probably not Easter. They usually don't run things on yeah, holidays. Yeah, right. Um, and Fargo, which so far the the critics have not been too happy with the two oh, that they no. saw. Is this is still it's still good, but it's not like great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've they've seen two out of the ten, so we'll see. Maybe maybe it picks up, but it hasn't been. The critics pre reviews are not like stellar. Bring back Mike Milligan. <laughs> Um. Yeah, so that that's 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 a good slate of TV that's out there. Yeah, uh, Heather and I found a. You know, this probably isn't up your alley, but I'll mention it to the listeners on Netflix. We've been watching Love, as Jillian Jacobs, right, yeah. it's a Judd Apatow mm-hmm. movie or show. Um, there's not too many shows that both Heather and I enjoy, and uh, we both we're both enjo- we're working on the second season now. But just want to mention everyone listening that uh, we've been enjoying that show. Okay. Classic, you know, classic Judd Apatow type dialogue, which is more interesting than your. You no, know, it's not Dan Harmon stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, it's still pretty interesting. There was one scene oh, they missed such an opportunity. They were geeking out about at the bar, talking about Friends, and they're talking about in one episode of Friends, they mentioned Die Hard. So Die Hard's a thing in the Friends universe. And then a couple seasons later, Bruce Willis cameos as one of the people's dads or something like that. And they could have used the opportunity to. Uh, you know, like, oh my god, he really looks like the guy from Die Hard or something like that. 
it looks like Bruce Willis. And I was waiting right there for some other Judd Apatow callback, you know, uh, Freaks and Geeks or Undeclared or something like that. They could have really used the opportunity to be meta on itself, you know? <laughs> Judd Apatow is not a, a meta guy. He's, he's, I, his stuff is not really meta. I know, but yeah. I mean, certainly for that, right? <laughs> Talking about, you know, this inconsistency or, or real world colliding with the fictional world with Friends and Die Hard. It certainly could have. <laughs> mentioned one of his previous shows maybe maybe that's self too aggrandizing you know yeah it's a little yeah i would have, i would have enjoyed it though and a lot of people probably wouldn't have picked up on it <coughs> if they would have kept it subtle maybe uh, later on like martin star will be a cameo you know like, he looks like that dude from freaks and geeks <laughs> that's that dude from party down yeah um If, if you were willing to um, sit through a little science-y thing. Sure. Uh, let me get, pull up my notes here. Because um, I wanted to try to... to uh, I, I always... Where's a pencil? Pencil, please? I try to figure out a good way to express um, the difference between a, a plain old regular spherical potential and the Mexican hat potential that we've talked about with Higgs field. Okay, so the Mexican hat for people listening is um, cowboy hat. That divot in the middle of a cowboy hat. Think right. of that. Right. That's actually pretty poor, but um, that or or the bottom of a wine bottle is a good. Example. Um, yeah, like the inside of a wine mm-hmm. bottle with that punt sticking up. Yeah. Um, so you have just basically a bowl potential, and then this mm-hmm. wine bottle potential. What? It, it's a it's a case of symmetry, and I think that a good way to describe it, or, or that I was thinking about describing, it, is a seesaw. So, if you think about a seesaw, um, on a traditional seesaw, if you just have it uh, in a you know straight on in a normal potential, like a normal uh, gravitational potential, that would be sort of straight would be pretty much the lowest, uh, or it's 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 a symmetrical situation, and it's probably pretty stable at that situation, right? I mean, if there's no, if the potential is the same on all sides, it's going to be a pretty stable situation. Okay. You can go into one side or the other, and of course when it goes into one side or the other, then it requires energy to push it back and forth. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a stable configuration as long as everything is, as long as all the, all the stuff is the same, or or a scale, a scale is another situation like that, right? Okay. If you have a, an ideal scale where there's basically every, everything is massless, <laughs> it, it the stable configuration is that it's it's balanced. Okay. Well, in the Mexican hat situation, it's a little bit different because this is an unstable situation, and it it wants to get to some other situation so it dips mm-hmm. and when it dips that means that it has there's, there's some energy associated with it like we said with the gravitational one too when it dips there's some energy associated with it to pull it out of that situation okay so that's that energy that's associated with being dipped is the vacuum expectation value of the field so it's like on a pin pin tip so that's why it once you know, it's, it, mm-hmm. there's no there's no surface from the bottom of the wine bottle in that potential where it doesn't want to tip. 
So it always tips, and then it tips on some energy that's far away from the center. In the center of the potential is where there would be the, the in the regular bowl potential, the least amount of energy. In this, the tip where the seesaw lands in the Mexican hat potential, that's the least amount of energy. But that is still a positive energy. Okay. And that is what's called max, the, the vacuum expectation value. All right. Thanks Why do I care? If you were wondering what the what, what that means when okay. people bring up a vacuum expectation value, it just it means that it's the lowest energy potential, but it still has a positive energy in it, as opposed to in this one, the lowest energy potential is at zero. Mm-hmm. Right. In this one, zero. The zero point is somewhere on the dip of that wine bottle. So. Okay. It's unstable at the center point. Mm-hmm. It's unstable at zero. Okay, and then so it falls into its into. So the, then you talk about the lowest energy being some point off the zero point, and you were saying it's in the seesaw analogy. It's when the edge of the seesaw hits the ground, right? And if you continue your seesaw analogy, is is it applicable? Like, what's what's further up the brim of the hat at that point? Like, how so does that relate it, to a it seesaw? It requires more energy to go up the brim. So you, yeah, so let, let's let's take a look at the potential here, so, and just. But I mean, does the seesaw analogy still play once you get past the edge of the seesaw hitting the ground? Like probably how, not. The seesaw oh, analogy okay. is sort of to, to give you a a visual, but if you look at just a ball at either right. point, at zero mm-hmm. point. At the zero point in, in the regular potential, obviously going up the hill takes energy, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the zero here, so there's some. You're at some maximum here. You're not at at the lowest point you can be, uh, and so it's going to tip down and drop mm-hmm. drop into here. And right. going up any of these, this well, right? Okay, takes energy. I, I think it, it. Yeah, I think the seesaw analogy is useful. For when you're stuck in that well, right? Because you can visualize how the seesaw is not going to automatically balance itself out mm-hmm. or flip to the other side without force acting upon it. Right. So that that helps with that part. But then, you know, beyond the bottom of the well on the left or right of your Mexican hat, there be dragons, right? Yes, Cause, yes. Because the analogy is not applicable. It does not It do, does not follow through to the rest of it. But it, gotcha. it, but it is just sort of a, a way to sort of think about... And remind me where this Mexican hat thing comes into play? This is anything that has a vacuum expectation value. So this is anything that has... Um, uh, the Higgs is, is a good example. Uh, superconductivity is another example. So situations okay. where you have a... Uh, actually, even anything where um, there's a continuous field that's breaking a symmetry. So, for example, if you had two charged plates, you would get a, in that area, the electrical, the, the electromagnetic potential, uh, symmetry is broken, so mm-hmm. you'd have a Mexican hat potential in there. Gotcha. Cool. What's the penguin score, Siri? Four four in overtime. The Penguins Blue Jackets game has gone to overtime. The score is four to four. The score is four to four. 
see. Is there anything else? That was my... I wrote, I wrote all my notes to do that. Uh-huh. What else I have here? No, I already talked about all this other stuff. Okay. This week in 3D printing, uh, not too much has changed over there, as you can see. I, I told you I printed up a bunch of spinners for cousins for Easter, and it's like the hot, like, oh my God, spinners! Yeah. And like one, was like one of them was like, it's so much better than the one that I got at the store, you know? Because <laughs> this design is more compact. Yeah, this design and is good. for a kid, they can spin it better. Um, and we, we found that uh, dipping these in acetone... Putting the bearings in acetone yeah. dissolves the grease. And uh, when you have like a low mass thing like this, like without much load, you wouldn't want to do that for your rollerblades or your skateboards, but for spinners, mm-hmm. it helps it, it reduces the uh, resistance, friction. Yeah, and they're pretty cheap. I mean, what, like this pack? It's about $2 like... of bearings and probably 30 cents in plastic. But I mean, like to get the bearings themselves, yeah. you get like what, 20 bearings for 10 bucks, something like that? Eight, uh, sixteen for eight. Yeah, um, yeah, it's like two dollars a spinner in bearings. Not too cheap. I was thinking about printing up a bunch of these for uh, our neighborhood yard sale that's coming up. Just be an easy way to make some cash, you know. If I can make eight dollars a spinner, the things the design that Greg's playing with right there, it's on Thingiverse as just like our uh, podcast. It's Creative Commons, no commercial use, so I can't really sell that one. So I got I did see there's another popular one that uh is less restrictive. It's just plain old Creative Commons share alike, but doesn't have the no create no no commercial use stanza. So I might use that one. Or maybe try to design one. The thing is I really, really that one's a nice compact design. It prints it well on my printer. Uh but I can't use it. It feels really nice. Yeah. Fear be a it it's still because like those things are sold out at stores around here. Really? Oh yeah. Like, like it's like I think it's like the leading edge of like faddom. So like, might be right hmm. now. Right now might be the perfect time for me to you know. Yeah. Make some bucks hey, on take it. advantage of it. Sure. And uh, yeah, so I'm probably gonna do that. Yeah, and then what else did I? I designed. I designed a a thing that's gonna attach to the back of the control box the one thing you know the black thing on the other side of the printer which will hold the raspberry pi and the relay so i can turn it off and stuff like that i printed it out yesterday but i tried using a new slicer and it it was a piece of shit what's a slice? <laughs> the slicer is the thing that takes your 3d model and turns it into the machine code that the printer follows I see. it basically takes a slice of each layer mm-hmm. so when it's at 1.3 millimeters here is what you need to do and then when you're at 1.31 millimeters, here's what you need to do, that kind of thing. And um, the thing was, like, separating and, like, like, like it just wasn't good. So I, I backed away from that slicer and uh, I had to redesign some things on it. But I'll pro- I'll, And I didn't start the print today because it was going to be, like, a 15-hour print. It was going to run to now. So yeah. I uh, will print that after we finish up tonight. Interesting here is that you put uh, one of these caps as black, so yeah. you printed it. I printed some black ones, and I used those on the ones for the kids. I figured you wouldn't care very much about Not matching colors. Not so, all. yeah, one of yours is red and one of yours is black. It's like a checker. Yeah. <laughs> I printed up some uh, black ones today, 
probably gonna do i have i also got orange plastic we're doing a bring your kid to work day and i'm taking that thing in i'm doing a 3d that's model. your kid well, <laughs> yeah do i'm gonna be doing like a 3d modeling and printing and i think you know you can't have everyone print their own stuff i was right. my initial plan was print whatever they design and have their parents bring them home later I think a much better idea is to print a bunch of spinners and have them put the bearings in the spinners. Yeah, there you go. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to print up a bunch of orange. You know, our company colors are like orange and black, right? So I'm going to print, print some orange and black spinner, spinners and buy a bunch of bearings. And uh, that'll be the, one of the kids' take-homes for the Bring Your Kid to Work Day thing. Nice. No plumbus, I noticed. No. Oh, I'll get you a plumbus. Sorry. <laughs> I completely forgot about it. <laughs> Gotta get me a plumbus. I'll get you a plumbus. It's not gonna be as awesome as you're imagining. Did you finish the? Uh, I, did, I didn't watch it yet. No. Oh. Forgive yeah. me. Yeah. You haven't even watched those Star Treks. I want you to watch. <laughs> Forgive me. You and your printer. Me and my printer. Me and my printer. I mean, if it takes 15 hours to print something, you definitely have time to watch something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not like I'm sitting here watching the thing print. I'll make sure it starts out okay. Right. I got that webcam so I can you know yeah. watch it from anywhere. So there was a thing, was it last week or the week before, I started printing something and it detached from the base. So it was all stuck around the nozzle. So <laughs> it's squirting out you know, plastic. It's just gooping up on itself. Mm-hmm. And it started out okay. And I had a meeting and I came back from my meeting at work and I pulled up the webcam video i'm like oh shit it's all good up so i stopped it and i told heather to check it out and she's like trying to pull it away it's like stuck on the nozzle and she wasn't able to clean it up so you can have those things where uh things can go awry so it's really nice having the remote can you know the mm-hmm. camera to watch it and then uh i will let it print when i sleep but not like it won't be the beginning of a print i won't be doing like a toss like Actually, you know what? I did do uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole. He had a lot of support. That's why I was. That's why I was comfortable with going to sleep with him printing because I printed him with support, which mm-hmm. was a bunch of removable plastic. Right. And uh, but yeah, normally maybe I had some beers too because right now I'm thinking I wouldn't do that unattended, <laughs> but I did. So <laughs> shows what I know. It worked. Yeah, yeah Mr. Poopy Butthole at work. Cool. Uh, but you know. Again, I'm going to have this T-Rex. You don't like it, but I'm really happy with this T-Rex skull. I think it melted too much. I think it kind of mm. looks like uh, it, it turned from something interesting to like a really cheap knockoff mm. toy. I think it looks a little more organic than the, the faceted surface that it had before. I don't know. To each, I'm not going to give it to you, so I don't care what you think. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you too. Um... I'm sure we'll think of other stuff, uh, but let's get into the main show. Yeah, let's do that. 